Hello and welcome to another installment of Hot Takes, a spoiler cast a podcast where we look, discuss, and talk about the most latest movies, film, and television show. I'm your host, Ernesto, and I'm here with my co-host, Joel. Hello, hello. Hi, Joel. How are you? I'm good. You know, yeah. it's uh, it was an exciting Friday for, for me yesterday. Yeah. Um, we're recording on Saturday morning, but yeah, we are, we are watching today. It, Black Adam 2022 unless they make another one I don't I know mean, why did they make one before <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by uh, Jamie Collett Sarah I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right he worked on House of Wax Jungle Cruise and of course uh, Black Adam it stars about Dwayne Johnson Alice Hudge and uh, Pierce Brosman just to name a few rated PG-13 and runs for about uh, two hours and uh, four minutes yeah so Joel I have to know what yes. are your thoughts on this? This movie... Alright, so... As always, I'm going to press a fit. I did have half an edible before I start. I watched the film, you know, half. When do you not? Is it weird when you don't well, have it's an edible? Like, I, I tend to not, you know, enjoy with edibles. Mm. Because if I'm going to have an edible, that's for vegging out. You don't want to do anything. Stuff like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, like, my, since my tolerance is so high, I ate half, which is around 10. Uh-huh. Which is not that so bad. You're, you're mellow now. Yeah, a little mellow. Right. And I went in there, watched the movie, and it was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the first couple of minutes, it's it's not rapid-fire jokes, no. but it does a nice a nice way in setting the theme and the setting of it. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like this... They took all the criticism of post-Man of Steel, you mm. know, 10 years now, I guess, at this point. Fuck. <laughs> and uh and ever since then i feel like they've been doing the most that they possibly can you know the bvs of it all excluding that to right. shoehorn in as many jokes as they possibly can yeah and one hand you get like uh, aquaman which is a little campy and cartoony <laughs> yeah. and then you, then you get shazam which works yeah know? it has a nice it has a nice blend it feels organic because it's a reaction to the situation exactly so uh, at this point it's it does feel a little bit organic and it, it's it's fairly very funny yeah there is some you could sense that there is some sort of uh, course correction mm-hmm. you know like when it go when they went from like shooing in all these jokes to finding the right moment to crack the joke you know so say that little thing that's going to make the audience laugh like they did here in in the rock <laughs> with the rock in as as black adam yeah yeah and it's uh it, there's one part of I, I like that the jokes are for character development yeah like there's a there's obviously it's tense and obviously it's a situation it's carmen todd which is Okay, uh, hold on, hold on. Before we pro- we progress, mm-hmm. spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, it's well. called spoiler cast, but just in case, spoilers. It's spoilers. <laughs> right, exactly. It's called it's a carmentage. Uh, I think that's uh, that's the name, but it, it's essentially it's a fictional Middle Eastern country. Yeah. And obviously, when it comes to Middle Eastern stuff, there's a lot of uh, tension. Tension. Yeah. Right, and a lot of it, uh, it's a lot of Western jokes because there's a lot of music where it comes, yeah. and it, it kind of it makes sense. And so yeah, way. there's this. Um, there's, there's, there's just been this sudden, you know, acceptance, you know, in, in, in pop culture recently of the, the role of like of the oppressed and mm. the oppressor mm-hmm. that history, you know, rightfully show, rightfully so we should acknowledge and, and, and know about our, our history as a human race. And in yeah. this one, I feel like that has been permeated into, you know, movies and stuff like that yeah. to obviously raise awareness for, for these causes and I feel like this one they play on that perfectly because like the whole movie they're like oh we're over here struggling we're oppressed and where is 
the liberators right or yeah yeah so <laughs> speak of liberators it uh bike adam enters the scene well more more of he's summoned he's right, summoned, yeah. right and to us it feels like he's uh it, it's supposed to be not a tomb but somewhere they keep him until they need him kind of deal yeah because the movie starts with a, a, mo- a very long monologue uh, it's a mo- yeah it was like five minutes of of like the big what what we thought was the origin Right, you know, because like it turns out that it was you know some some not all that what they showed us was was the origin, but yeah, it yeah. showed up like quick too, like all right, rapid fire, this happened, this happened, yeah, boom, Black Adam, like, and there this you is go. The, yeah, this is the red herring they need, and like this is the item they need, and blah 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 blah. And so uh, uh, the main characters are basically uh, they they summon Black Adam, and his <laughs> his intro to it, it's about five minutes in, yeah. and he just starts wasting people. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it, it's more it, like. 15 15 minutes yeah, all right, it, right. it was like a, it was like a, the five minute oh, for right, the origin, the origin and then like 10 minutes establishing what's going on current day commentage right something I, like that i feel like that's wrong <laughs> Co- wasn't it kodak uh kodak yeah, yeah it's something with the q what is commentage oh no that's from marvel yeah <laughs> that's from <laughs> yeah, Kodak. Like that, that felt a little more marvelly. Yeah, commentage. Yeah, my bad. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I think it was Kodak. Kodak. That yeah. sounds right. Something yeah. with the Q. Something Middle Easterny and, and made up. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it, it then you know, ten minutes in, they're looking. They're looking for a crown. You know, of something that the ancient king of Kodak wanted to build with this special material. The Titanium, no, it's not titanium. Eternium. Vibranium? You're not far away. Something that's magical power. Something that lasts forever. Oh, wait. Eternium. Yeah, something that that has some sort of magical powers within its molecular structure that Mm. allows them to be summoned, you know, demons and shit like that. Right, right. Something that the king wanted to do back in the day. Yeah. And they want to prevent the occupying forces of current day from obtaining that crown right right yeah. yeah so it's essentially uh uh the main character at least the main characters i believe are like freedom fighters to some degree yeah. or at least um revolutionaries revolutionaries they don't do that much revolutionary i don't know to my like usually that's an armed conflict and it yeah. seems like it doesn't really it's more protesting pro yeah i mean when they at the end when they they needed a fight they fought yeah, but granted, but, they were fighting with like pipes. <laughs> I mean, they were fighting an army of the damned. So. Yeah, the the big the, one of them had a gun, and like they don't really use that much guns. At least the main characters, right? I don't know. Mm, not really. It was just Other the main the, the bad, bad, guys, the bad yeah. guys, right? So oh, that's a lot of. <laughs> but uh, the the first fight scene and uh, Black Adam does does a great job in separating what it's about from the rest of Marvel and even DC. Yeah, right. It's it's just gloriously bloody for a pg-13 film i guess yeah it, w- it was pretty um a lot of people died yeah, yeah a lot of people yeah. um you could have the the you know the dilemma of i mean there were bad guys <laughs> yeah you know but a lot of people died yeah there's one where uh, it, was, it was a whole fight scene oh it was before the weird fight scene but it was the fight scene where he's like wiping people out and the main characters are talking about something and then you see him like grab a dude slam him to the wall or something like that get another dude and like light him on fire with yeah, his lightning he melted somebody and he, mel- he melts a dude and it's like everyone's like oh my gosh what's going on <laughs> yeah. and they all just start getting wiped out and then he kills like a bunch of other people like a helicopter pilot a bunch of tanks and stuff like that yeah after he's so like the people of the olden days they 
um, obviously hid the the crown, the evil crown, and they what we thought um, was they entombed him mm-hmm. for like safekeeping or whenever yeah, he was just needed. in case they need him. Yeah, just in case in the same location, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, it appears that the mercenaries have gotten their hand on the crown. So in the last ditch effort, effort, uh, ISIS, that's her name, right? Uh, Sarah Shahi's character. Yeah. For the life of me. Uh, I don't yeah. Know. ISIS. Oh, that's really? Her, that's, that's her, her character. Oh, okay, okay. She summons him cause she could read the ancient text or right. whatever bullshit. Right. He right. comes out, lays waste to everybody. <laughs> lays, for a good, <laughs> for a good 10 minutes. Yeah. 10, right? 15. Yeah. For a good 10 minutes. Cause he starts, cause it, cu- it cuts from him wiping out the people in the cave and then it cuts to him blowing up the outside, wiping out a lot of more people outside of it. Yeah. You kind of feel like, like uh, we saw it in the trailer. Right. Which is right. cool because, like, generally the trailers give out the best part of the movie, the whole movie, and I don't feel like this one did. Everything in the trailer was pretty much in, like, the first 15 minutes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. all the, the big important stuff that happened in the trailer, like him catching the rocket, him getting up while he's being shot at, like, all that's in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 And... See, but then this is where like it starts yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about that a little bit down the line. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, it starts to like, we us as obviously us as like we have a different eye for it, and we we get to see we we notice stuff that typically the typical audience doesn't doesn't have an doesn't get to do. So <laughs> it it starts with like this whole fight sequence that's in slow motion. <laughs> And then it's uh, cool. It's cool. It, it, it's it's definitely a cool thing. It, it reminds me. Uh, it's it's not as as visceral as uh, the Justice League versus Superman. Yeah. Right. Something where it's from the Flash's point of view, and it feels a little bit more. Uh, it's not as your typical speedster kind of a, a kind of. It's it's just literally everything slow. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing too outrageous. Yeah. In and um, painted black by the Rolling Stones. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Amazing song, one of the greatest songs you know ever. Yeah, by yeah. one of one of the greatest uh, bands ever. I just feel like maybe they should have cut it differently. Yeah, it 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 feels kind of. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying it's the same, but it, it feels like something out of Suicide Squad. Uh, the air cut. Yeah, because it, it it's just music for music's sake. Mm-hmm. And granted, the the beat is it's it's very iconic and it really gets you in the mood, and then it cuts it. Yeah. yeah, it cuts the lyric and it goes into uh, Ding Joel's telling like me chorus. Like an, a chorus, an acoustic version or some sort. Well, of... Well, no, it's it's the same just, song. It's just like it's the song is structured so that the build up, so you see the desperate, you could feel the desperation mm-hmm. in the lyrics. You know, yeah, Mick Jagger's voice, and I feel like if you would have even, you know, and smoothed it out a little bit better so that the transitions within the songs are, you know, fit. The actual lyrics and the progression of the song, the it would have yeah. done a lot better than just like you know the intro, the bang 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 in the intro, and then boom, cut to chorus, and then the the outro, and that was it. Yeah, know? it feels like it was it was cut it was abrupt for me. Yeah, because uh, like I love that song, but also it didn't feel like Joel said it's it didn't feel smooth out for the scene. Yeah, or uh, what was happening in the scene because yeah. it's a song that. Uh, I granted, yeah, sure. It reminds you like Vietnam sort of a uh-huh. soundtrack, but also again, like like Joel said, the desperation, and obviously there's a lot of desperation going <laughs> around with Black Adam laying waste to all your buddies. Yeah. So uh, it was a cool moment, but uh, yeah, it was funny though because like as like we've seen the speed speedster um, scenes before, you know, mm. I think Quicksilver in uh, 
uh, Days of Future Past, the yeah, Quicksilver again, Quicksilver uh, Age of Ultron, <laughs> Age of Ultron, and then uh, uh, the and then Flash. again, and uh, then again, oh. Quicksilver in Apocalypse. Oh right, <laughs> when the Charles the Xavier Mansion blows up, right, and right, again, Flash and stuff like that. And I feel like this one took more of the Marvel style. Where, like, everything else was happening at a slow-down pace, and he was walking around or flying around killing people like normal. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, he, there's a scene where the guy is throwing a grenade or something. He grabs it and puts it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the, the Rock is, is great in this because he, he, does the, he does this very stone-faced kind of acting, mm-hmm. but he also does kind of this inquisitive kind of, like, what is it? So he picks up the grenade, and he looks at like, what is that? And he puts it in some dude's mouth. And, and it's just, like, who, who comes out it's supposed to be what 2,000 years 500 years uh, 5,000 5,000 yeah. oh okay because <laughs> it was 25 26 BC okay so about yeah. 5,000 years he's, he's awakened and he sees this thing and he just like eh yeah <laughs> back there was a little bit of that fish out of water you know right like, after um, that whole sequence happens, and then we see the scene from the trailer when he catches the rocket. You know, they're in the van, they roll up the windows because they're scared. And he, they, he catches the rocket, and that uses what was the material? Oh, uh, eternium. Eternium. Eternium, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That uses the uh, eternium is incorporated in this rocket, yeah. and it actually does damage. To him. Yeah. He yeah. gets hurt, and then he passes out, I guess. Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like, oh, I hope we don't see him again. And he falls back Literally to Earth. Falls. He falls back to <laughs> Earth. So, yeah. uh, I, I, like we are talking about before, the just the acting, uh, they're really into it. Yeah. Like, they're really, they're really into the role. They're very into their characters, and that... Uh, benefits the narrative yeah like if anything like positive can be said for this is the way the characters were portrayed yeah in the film you know like overall that was the the big takeaway i had you know um fuck what's this guy's actor's name uh aldous hodge Mm. who played hawkman Mm. perfect casting you know yeah the, we had talked about this uh, when the first trailer dropped that they you know they you know mixed up the the race of the the character which I have no problem with because it's fucking done perfectly. Yeah, they yeah. got somebody who embodied Hawkman because Hawkman is such a hard ass. In the yeah, he is, he is. yeah, he is, and he, he definitely is in this one. I don't remember uh, the JSA, but do they have an Xavier style mansion in the uh, comics? I want to no, say I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I mean, right? I'm, I'm sure they had like their own like. It's the Hawkman Estate, I get yeah, it, but which is, which is build out of. Cause, all right, so as far as I remember, like Hawkman, right. it's not one of the characters that I mainly focused on, but it was like obviously it was a background character, ancillary character, stuff like that. But wasn't he an alien? Didn't he come from like a planet from like that all of the Hawk I, people? I, no, I don't know about <laughs> Hawk people. <laughs> um, I, for me, I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It, it feels like his narrative has, not his narrative, his origin has changed a lot because I remember Hawkman as a, an ancient go, uh, Egyptian god. Yeah, or, something, uh, something along those lines because yeah. with Hawk Girl, I know that the, they're destined to meet with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's always been Hawk Girl and Hawk Man. But at some point, oh, Hawk Girl, like, like I don't, know, you're not enough for me, or something, or like you, something disenfranchises her, or yeah. like makes her look for other, you know, other people than this de- predestined relationship. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, from, um, I don't know if it's like he might have been an alien. I mean, I wouldn't. See, I I had thought, like like you said, with the like ancient Egyptian, but like the, his people came from oh you know, oh lending to that mythology. See, that like, makes sense yeah. too. See, so it makes them maybe both. Maybe yeah, maybe both. So uh, they introduced the JSA in this film, and yeah, yeah like, which is like you want you want to think fucking Tony Stark has a mansion. 
you want to think Tony Stark has tech? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's it feels like a blend with Tony Stark and um, Xavier and Xavier's Institute of yeah. Gifted Children. Yeah. Because it, it's it's Hawkman's estate, and uh, how they organize these people. But it's estate. Like, it's like you want to think. Think of the wealthiest landowner owner <laughs> in currently living and multiply that by like a hundred. Yeah, it's 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 massive. Like there's even a hedgerow, I think. Yeah. It's uh, uh, they introduce a bunch of the characters like Doctor Fate, uh, Cyclone, which is uh, Red Tornado's uh, not daughter, niece? but I don't well, think no, it's, it's niece. Re- I think Red it's Tornado. the one who yeah. who uh, took over after yeah. he disappeared or something happened. Yeah, cuz Red Tornado's a robot. Right. Yeah, and then there's some illusion that there's some nanotech to do with her powers. Anyway, yeah. and they then work. Adam Smasher. Yeah. Yeah, and what surprised me, I don't know much about Adam Smasher's me uh, either, yeah. but uh the fact that his uncle called, which I'm assuming is Henry Winkler. Oh Yeah, my Henry God. Winkler. Oh, Jesus. So, so I was like I was, first of all, I start laughing for no apparent reason yeah. because it's Henry Winkler, but also that uh, they fit him in. Yeah, to, I'm assuming that's that's literally the first. That's the, the first. first yeah, that was the first So to have him act as that, but also be within the canon as yeah. that's Adam Smasher. You got somebody who of Henry Winkler. If you guys don't know who Henry Winkler is, where the fuck have you been living? Because he's been in the <laughs> in the like lexicon of you know TV and film since the 70s oh yeah you know because he was arthur fonzarelli he was the Fonz in happy mm. days if you're if you've been alive <laughs> long enough to remember that um but you know he was in parks and rec he was in he's been in a lot of stuff he's, barry he won an emmy for barry a couple years ago right you right. know so he is generally considered one of like hollywood nice guy royalty type of situations right so yeah yeah it, it's in the same vein of like what Betty White used to have, you know? right? Somebody adorable, loved by everybody, is the fan, the most fantastic person you could possibly think yeah. of. And, and not too serious, not too, not serious, too serious and stuff but... like that. Yeah, so he's like your grandpa, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's grampy, and um, to have him be the original Adam Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's fantastic. Marvel hasn't done that. Marvel no. hasn't done. Maybe they are at this point. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna. We already know the, 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 the first generation. Now we're going to see the second generation, maybe the third generation. But to establish, yeah, that and Winkler as Uncle Uncle Al, I Uncle think it's Al, on, yeah. on his phone. <laughs> it, it's it's great. And Marvel hasn't done that. And for shame. Yeah, <laughs> I, liked, I liked it when, it went, um, they were on the call, he said, uh, don't scratch my suit. It's vintage. It's vintage. <laughs> it's like, like, take care of the suit and take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, I love Adam Smasher feels like a lot of them feel, feel like they have a, their specific role in the narrative. Yeah. Adam Smasher is obviously the comic relief. And an already character. funny movie though. Yeah. Know? Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit yeah. more, but he does that. It, uh, I like a uh, cyclone. And yeah. Adam Smasher's dynamic. Yeah, like you youngins. can tell that they were like forcing them to, to each other. That could be just like you said, they're young, they could relate, that type of thing. Yeah. Again, he's a guy, so as we know how guys think, <laughs> you know, it, anything is never off the table. So. Yeah, definitely. And Hawkman, oh, I just love Hawkman. That it's it's not only it's his estate, it's his jet. They write in a jet that's And it's made like, out of the same metal his wings are. Right. Yeah. Which is I really Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember the top of my head. But yeah, seeing him in his full garb armor is uh, it's it's really cool. But uh, before we go on to that, Doctor Fate. 
Oh my god. Pierce, right. the legendary Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Dr. Fate is one of those characters that I do, I, I know a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. But my fascination is that for me, I feel like he is one of the cooler looking superheroes. The yeah. outfit, the, mm-hmm. the helmet, and mm-hmm. and then when they announced Pierce Brosnan, you know. You lost your crap. I remember I know. That. You lost just, okay, like my era of watching James Bond started in the 90s with Pierce Brosnan. So for oh. me, for me, Brosnan is always going to be my James Bond. Mm-hmm. You know, GoldenEye, Diana the Day. Unfortunately, right. not the greatest of James Bond movies, but yeah. still nonetheless James Bond. Right, right. So I already am like, yeah, fucking Pierce Brosnan, let's do this. And then when they announced him as Dr. Fate, knowing like how he speaks, the his mannerisms, stuff like that, I'm like, perfect fucking casting. Yeah, this. I I love it so I love him so I don't know much about Doctor Fate uh, other than the obvious he's yeah. he's a way better Doctor Strange kind more. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just I when he's on the helmet I love the sound of his voice. Yeah. Just when it, it's not through a vocalizer, but it, it, it's very, it has its presence. It's more bass heavy. Right. Yeah. yeah and it, it feels really epic sounding yeah. too. So just to see him casting spells uh, and stuff like that, it, it, it's pretty, really cool. Yeah. And it's cool is that they also established him. He's a lot older than he looks. Yeah. Because he was talking like later in the movie, he was talking about being, uh, as a boy, seeing the RAF. Like fighters, yeah, in World War Two, World War Two, yeah. yeah, and I was like, damn, okay, <laughs> I yeah. I was like, when, when did you get the helmet then? Like, <laughs> it, it, he's a hundred some years old I, I, at this point, probably. Yeah, at this point, yeah. so it, it makes me want to know more about him. Like, especially with Hawkman, they they have their relationship where they're uh, they're old friends, yeah, and uh, th- it's done beautifully because we don't need. Um, oh, we'll talk about the complaints later. Yeah. But uh, I, I love that they don't focus on that. They don't have like a little five minute scene where we they break down something for you. Mm-hmm. They go straight in as though you know who these characters are, and yes. the characters that you don't know uh, will be fully explained down the line. Yeah, this is that's perfect. You know, these are all new characters. Yeah. No, like, um, and for them to not spend any time, you know, aside from like the, oh, what do you do? Oh, I got, you know, I get big, big, (laughs) stuff like that. You know, aside from that, they don't spend any time explaining their backstory, is perfect because that's not the focus of the movie. You know, the focus of the movie is having this team convince this demigod to <laughs> lay down for the good of humanity. Right, right. Essentially, the JSA... And it, it's it's kind of foreboding because uh, it, it does make me feel of Dark Knight. Not the movie, but the comic book. Yeah. Because in the comic book, Superman was the arm of the government. Mm-hmm. Right, the uh, a Reagan era of uh, government. He right? was the Boy Scout. Right, he was the Boy Scout of, like, the U.S. Like, yeah. he, wasn't, he was there oh, to have an agenda. Fuck, that, that scene where he's like... When they're fighting and he says, if it's not me, it's somebody else. And Batman's like, who the fuck are yeah. they you? <laughs> yeah, so that's, that, that's exactly, it reminds me of uh, the GSA like that. Yeah. Because uh, like Joel said, they, they're actually reacting to Black Adam's uh, awakening. Yeah. And uh, down the line, it's obvious that the GSA are not like from the comic books. No. That they're not, because in DC, uh, it's, it feels like it's a utopia. 
right? In a degree, not not mm. not that, but there's obviously there's uh, heroes and they're yeah, stopping there, the world. There is a clear um, representation of something that could fix your problems, right? right. A doubt. It's not as uh, muddled as Marvel's verse, right? Mm-hmm. Marvel they kind of just there so that the world doesn't get wiped out and then leave yeah and then you can have your petty wars and all that stuff but for when it comes to dc it feels like you have superman on the planet obviously crime is gonna go down <laughs> a lot so it, it feels uh like a blend of both when it yeah. comes to this because the jsa they're active but they they're there to uh and hawkman says it, it it's to uh uh, reinforce the stability of the planet or something international like that. Stability. international yeah, stability like so that. that's like okay then you don't help people in need only yeah. when it becomes a too much of a risk to when it's a world ending right or the status quo <laughs> yeah right it's like because black adam's definitely something that's going to change that part of the world and the jsa are sent there to put him back in line yeah or to like uh the stability and the stability alludes to the mercenaries and those conquerors being back in power. Yeah, but like again, like there was that whole scene where uh, their their first encounter, which was the like their first fight, mm-hmm. um, and then when they basically fought to a stalemate. Yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> well, did did he win? I mean, it took longer, it, but it feels like he was on the on the verge of winning. What would it what did it stop him? Him almost blowing up the. Well, area again? No, because um, remember Adam Smasher punched yeah, he him in the ground. He's he came holding back him up, there. Yeah, right. and like his rage, yeah, like exploded and boom, he knocked out Adam Smasher. Yeah, and then he and he flew off. And he flew off to have yeah. like a brooding moment. Was yeah, it? to have an, a brooding. Yeah, so if he kept fighting, he would have fucked them up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I guess I see your point there. So yeah. after that scene, um, ISIS. I can't cool. believe that's her name. I know. I know and not because of the terrorist organization, uh, but because that's an, also an Egyptian goddess. I don't yeah. know. And there's, it's, uh, she has something to do with light or light bringing. But I never knew that, <laughs> that was her name. That's what it says on Google. So it makes, I mean, it makes sense uh, that that would be her because uh, she does have ties yeah. to uh, Black Adam to some degree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she's, she, they, um, during the fight, Dr. Fate grabs the bag who that has the crown in it. Yeah. And he senses the crown, right? And then he's like the rest of the fight, which only took like another five minutes. Or which so. is really cool. Okay, let's yeah. let before I'm so sorry, but before yeah. you start that, uh yeah, the fight is just seeing Dr. Fate's powers in action. Mm-hmm. Like I when I came in, okay. When he put the cross. Oh yeah, that's one of his signature moves. I remember, yeah. right? That little damnation cross yeah, thing, damnation or cross. even where he uh, his powers are very, um, very dimensional. Mm-hmm. Right? When it comes to Doctor Strange, you you get kind of those inklings, and I thought it was going to be similar, right? More of DC kind of uh, following the footsteps of Marvel, but it, it is completely different. It feels different to me because it's a lot of something that shifts the dimensions around. He has multiple, there's an instance where he has shadow clones uh-huh. and he starts like they start punching Black Adam, yeah. they start piling on Black Adam and stuff like that. And then again with the damnation cross, yeah, it was, was, was really cool. Yeah. It was really, and then him and then Pierce Brosnan with his booming voice, yeah, like Black Adam, stop. And yeah. it's like very echoing and stuff. Like yeah, that. it was cool the way he also started when they started the fight, he yeah. took him back to the time where he was right and it like completely shook him yeah and then that's when like you see he sees something <laughs> you see an him. eagle he sees an eagle yeah. right and then it's fucking hawkman fucks him <laughs> up. it's freaking hawkman <laughs> um, it's it, it's in that little uh first fight scene against the jsa it was it was really cool I, i'm not a fan of cyclone's powers 
make it feels like it make me dizzy. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean, I mean, it's just like with wind powers, you know, like we know nature, like in, mm-hmm. in real life, because obviously there are tornadoes and stuff like that, hurricanes. Wind has a very destructive force. Yeah, but I feel like localizing it to like one little part controlling it you know yeah kind of seems a little far-fetched yeah uh yeah i would have preferred that but i feel like that would that have too much parallels with storm you know what i mean because storm could it's localized like storm but, could like bring right you could, she could do fucking, so many yeah. things so would you think of just because she would stand there and then wind would happen yeah you think the parallels would be too close to storm I feel probably like, yeah, but like, look, they rip, they ripped off each other. From no, the no, start, I'm not, you know? not, not, not the total <laughs> rip. I think just the parallels would be, would be there, and yeah. it sucks because she is a cool character, but just her spinning around, I was like, I was like, oh, that, man, that I mean, look, it, I, I'm sure all of that was just to make it look good, like yeah. interesting visually. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's like a good point. Uh, it does look nice. Yeah, I'm sure like they could. You know, down the line, start introducing, like, she figures out a way to, like, manipulate the inner side of your body or some shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, again, she has nanotech technology in her blood. Yeah. So, how are how those... How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> are there limitations? What can she really do? And stuff like that. So, I feel yeah. like it was a good introduction. Maybe down the line, we get more of this character showing up in other properties. Maybe we'll see a, a better explanation or an expansion of what her powers can actually do. Yeah, they, they should have just went with the straight up, I can win things. Yeah. Right? Because uh, Marvel has done so many things first. And it would be cool to have DC do it something else that Marvel would have to one up. Or at least vaguely copy from. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, they have you know Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. Aquaman. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> so have something that's not a main character. Something that it's like like Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Like Quicksilver was first when it came to the slow motion stuff, and then uh, you have the Flash, and they have to kind of like change it up. Do their own thing. Yeah. yeah. So it would be cool. The other, but Adam Smasher. I loved Adam Smasher that he can become big in like an instant. Yeah, it was awesome in that scene where, um, in the trailer, where he starts off running normal. Yeah. And he takes like four or five steps, and by and the he, end of it, he's and he's fucking, massive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, I I love that. It's uh, they, they the heroes exist already, and there's mm-hmm. not really much to be said about their powers. Like Adam Smasher literally I'll get big, get big. <laughs> and he gets big, and he gets big. Yeah, was... Can he shrink? I would imagine, right? Adam? Adam, yeah. It's self If you have to smash the Adam. Yeah, then a nuke would happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably... But I, I'm so, like, happy and surprised on how well Hawkman was. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like they put a lot of detail in him. They did. Like, they, they made him the secondary without really, you know, giving him the, the credit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't obviously I don't mean like yeah he, nobody gave him credit for no I'm I'm referring to it as like he's not billed as the second on the play you know right, like on Kashi right. he he feels um, God I love it so much uh, it, since they're they're they are old friends it, yeah. it kind of reminds me that, that I don't know where Batman Wonder Woman and uh, Soul Swan but you can see the team there mm-hmm. because Hawkman feels like he fits uh, Superman's role as yeah. the heavy hitter. And then you have like uh, Doctor Fate with Batman because he's he's kind of like the strategist yeah. and the kind of the one who would surprise you. Yeah, right? he goes to him to show to discuss a different perspective. Right, right. And Doctor Fate having essentially the power of or the knowledge of fate. <laughs> 
right can give you a perspective you'll never understand exactly and it, it does it feels like there's a lot there's a subtle world building mm-hmm. because like where's where's the heavy hitters oh mm-hmm. hawkman has to step up as one of the heavy hitters and he does a fantastic job doing that yeah right like and he he's he's relentless with black adam yeah and just, just seeing and them fight he, and you, he is not scared of him he is <laughs> <laughs> he's not at all he's not at all and, and just seeing him in his armor and in his mace and it, yeah it's, like, it's seeing his armor was amazing fantastic brilliant you know round of applause for everybody involved but the functionality yeah it kind of like like with all right, so the, the closest parallel in Marvel would obviously be the Falcon mm-hmm. a guy with wings and stuff like that but the, the one thing that I feel like the, the Falcon has is that his wings are retractable? Yeah. So, yeah. like, we saw that in the scene when they were fighting in this late in the ISIS apartment, which I'm like, fuck her apartment, right? Because they're just <laughs> blowing it to shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. The Falcon. I, I thought you were gonna bring up Winter Soldier Winter because Soldier. Winter Soldier he retracts them. He like hits a, a helicopter. Like it's in, his wings are integrated within the fight scene. Yeah, I would have loved to see Hawkman's wings yeah. integrated within the fights. You know, slash at Black Adam's face yeah. or something to some degree. And yeah, like you said, the armor it looks badass. It's straight from the comics, yeah. but the functionality is not really. Yeah, the functionality in closed space. Yeah, you know, like if he's up in the air, obviously he's going to have the advantage. But like you said, in with with the Falcon. When he is in a closed encounter, like closed space, he does incorporate the wings in his fighting style. You know, slash, they cut, they block, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like for for Hawkman, they kind of hindered his aerodynamics. Yeah, he feels bulky. Yeah, yeah, he feels. But and granted, that's supposed to he's the heavy hitter, right? Mm-hmm. But knowing Hawkman, especially with those wings, he's he's fast. Yeah, as fast as he is bulky. Yeah. So to have him just be bulky, <laughs> just yeah. be just be kind of uh, weighed down. Mm-hmm. And it feels a little, uh, a little sucks. Yeah, but okay. So let's mm. talk about how they suited up. Mm. We didn't obviously, uh, Doctor Fate. He just puts on the helmet and boom, and like boom, he's Doctor Fate. Yeah, <laughs> we saw um, Aldous Hawkman when he when when they first showed up to Kodak and Black Adam just flies up with two mercenaries with two <laughs> and he drops them he goes out after he um, Hawkman goes out to save him right and he just jumps out of the plane with what he's wearing so yeah. I think he has like some sort of some sort of nanotech suit incorporation like yeah. a la Tony Stark yeah, that's or... a good point I don't remember yeah I don't remember I feel like uh, it is a nano because there's one where he has no helmet yeah, or then, he doesn't have the wings. Either. Or he doesn't he have the wings. The they kind of just pop out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird point. We saw... I mean, we, a good point, but that's yeah, weird. We I saw Adam Smasher. He had he already had the suit on, yeah. and then he kind of just went like that, yeah. and the, the mask appeared. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So as, same with uh, Cyclone. Cyclone, Cyclone yeah. kind of alludes that she literally dressed up, mm-hmm. and then and then she has her suit, and that's right, really it. She doesn't really take it off at at some point or anything. No, right. she yeah, she just stays with that. Yeah, arm. she stays yeah. with it. Yeah, no, that's that's weird. Yeah, it's inter- it was an interesting thing that I picked up on where where everybody was like go time. They didn't really have like a suit up moment. Yeah. Aside from like the little oh, I'm just put on this mask and Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah like I as much as it is a repetitive thing to have the superhero moment where they all show up. Uh yeah, it would have been cool to see all of them. And then I and I feel like they were just the uh, 
there for Black Adam's development, mm-hmm. which is also a shame within itself because yeah. they, they feel iconic within uh, just looking at them. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like like this with the scene with the mercenaries, Hawkman saves the two mercenaries mm-hmm. in, in a in a courtyard full of the the people. Yeah, they boo him, and they boo him, and and it's like, oh, okay, because they're mercenaries, and he's there, he's essentially saving the colonizers and stuff like that. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he he's coming with the mentality that that there is a justice system. Yeah, you know it's it's not perfect, obviously, but it's still there, and they should be, you know, tried and yeah by the the channels appropriate. But and then Black Adam kills Black them. Adam, just and then Black Black Adam literally comes in, lightnings them, you know, <laughs> unlimited powers them, and then they get vaporized. Powers, yeah. yeah, and they get vaporized, <laughs> and then everyone cheers. Yeah. So I uh, the JSA feel like they're just they just feel like fodder. To for Black Adam's development, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, even though how cool they look. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, they they were only there to to you know muddy the waters. First, muddy the waters, and well, no, not really, because they were they were really there to muddy the waters, hundred percent. Yeah. To like the clear up, clearing up, and making his decision was more reliant on Isis and her son. Yeah. You know. Um, But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. That they were there to like reinforce his. His view on like white and black, you know, justice at my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, which like that. which is is fantastic that uh, they took this this perspective. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of uh, a lot of superhero movies, and I'm thinking mostly within the realm of DC. They have that uh, duality to it, right? Superman and Batman. Yeah. Even though that's a, that's a, it's a monster within itself, but the the themes are there, like whether or not vigilantism should trump actual justice systems and right stuff like that yeah so it's a, the, the film does have those uh themes and then isis starts screaming about how you never the jsa never really helped them compared yeah. to everyone else and now that they have their own superhero now they want to put him to heal because yeah. they don't align with uh, the global stability yeah there is this um you know there are a lot of parallels in the film about you know places that are being subjugated conquered you know, whatever terminology you want to use but like there are people who are suffering today yeah and when people are put in that position they're gonna look for any way out you know you, you, to make this comparison really isn't just because one is obviously happened in real life and it led to the atrocities committed by you know people murdering the holocaust and all stuff but look at hitler you know, right. Germany was in a horrific state post World War One. Inflation was off the crest. People were, were desperate. Using, were desperate. We're, we're usually desperate. using money as like wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, at that point, it was it didn't have any value, and then the Great Depression really didn't add anything. So they yeah. they were looking for somebody to help their problems. Yeah. And then you know Hitler slides into their DMs and like, Ex- yo, I can help you. Exactly. And then here with Black Adam, he slides into their DMs, but he actually has the best because uh, he's lived it. Yeah. Right. He's live. He's. Uh, I think he says. Uh, Hawkman tells him to kneel or does like uh, go and surrender to yeah. surrender, and it's like I've surrendered to no man yeah. or something like that. <laughs> difficult. Really. All, again, I can't stop but love the Rock in this. At first, I came in uh, with a low bar. Yeah. Because you know I was just gonna say, I think that the Rock does a one liner, flies off, kills some people. Yeah. And that's what I. But he does a lot of uh, emotions that remind me of. Uh, you know those '80s rock, those '80s action stars. Mm-hmm. You know, like Schwarzenegger or Stallone. Those kind of things where they they have this uh, this this area of gray that we don't really see much often, and they have this kind of uh, way of 
of emoting that feels what has a presence to it, but also is, is subtle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then The Rock having, you know, this deadpan face kind of <laughs> adds to it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, he, 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 he has woken up into a world that is no longer his what he knew. And that's kind of the the first realizations that he's having, you know, like, because after he gets knocked out, they take him and, you know, I bandage him up as best they can. And he's recovering in the little boy's room, which is funny because <laughs> I saw when he wakes up, he shoots lightning at the Superman poster. Yeah. And like, the fantastic symbolism of that alone. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But you see the boy clearly is a superhero fan. There's yeah. Batman. His there's... room is plastered. Yeah. And it reminds and... me of my room when I was a kid. <laughs> it yeah. makes me wish I kind of had a... <laughs> You know. you, there's time. Yeah, I love, love to see posters here. It's man. it's just like it's an apartment I rent. I don't uh, know, you know. That that's what combat stickers are for. Command, Those, yeah, command. No, because these fuckers, it has texture. Oh, and for they that, do. For that to to actually stick, it needs oh, to be smooth. That's a shame. Yeah, I know. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, he wakes up and then he, instead of using a door, he just walks across. Just, it. I, I love the <laughs> ongoing theme where he. Um, it's towards uh, they, they fight again Hawkman like you said they're messing up the apartment it's like why do they not have doors or <laughs> yeah. you came from like of course how are we supposed to get in <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he has this he has this deadpan look to you it reminds me of Bautista yeah. kind of to some degree but he has a little bit more uh, he has a little urgency or he's he's a seasoned kind of actor at yeah. this point right? yeah. so he has that deadpan sure but there is a direction to it. It's not just deadpan to deadpan. There's some kind of humor to it. And he's like, I like how he, he learned sarcasm for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, uh, that's why you're... Because uh, they're going to look for the kid who gets kidnapped. He gets kidnapped. He gets yeah. kidnapped down the line a l- little bit towards the end. And uh, he, he there's two mercenaries. And he, he brings up in the air and with, to kill them. And then Hawkman is there to save them. Yeah. And then and he's what he says... Like, that's why you're here. Or something like that. Like, I didn't kill them. And then Dr. Fate's in the room like, was that sarcasm? Like, uh, very much so. Yeah. But <laughs> he was also like, he has a point. Yeah, he has <laughs> a point. And like, Pierce Bro- and then they start fighting, you know, yeah. this really macho way. And Pierce like, Brosnan just like, I'm going to sit this one out. I like how at the end, uh, when they're searching for the kid, um, it comes to like this valley, right? And, uh-huh. and they have apparently they use the what was the element called again? Eternium. Eternium. Yeah. They use the Eternium in, I, like I said, the same way, or at least it has the same properties that uh, Vibranium does for yeah. Wakandians. You know, yeah. they use it and they have like technology with it and stuff like that. Yeah. So they figured out this way how to incorporate that mineral into like these. Jet bikes, I guess you could say. Mm, yeah, they're flying these flying jet bikes, flying teleporting jet bikes. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because like I don't was it teleporting or was it like no, not teleporting. You're right. It just made it really fast. Yeah, I but feel, it, but it, it phased through things. Yeah, phasing. You know, it uh, would phase in and out right. of of not existent, but like the material. Yeah, to the material world. Right, right. And um, so he gets to it. He kills the he kills the 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 guy who was writing it. And Doctor Fate is like, "Bring him to me. I'll break his mind." I'll break his mind. He didn't make it. And then you see him fly down. Yeah. And it's like, again with the deadpan look. You killed him, didn't you? Yeah. It's like he didn't make it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, when the, when the JSA and him start working together, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a fantastic du- uh, duality kind of a. It reminds me of like a buddy cop film. Yeah, but like a team and a one person. Yeah, you know, like I, I work great in teams or something like that. <laughs> when they go look for the kid and they start like chasing down these these super high tech bikes. Yeah, like Adam Smasher's actually helping now at this point. And then uh, Hawkman has some comedic moments as well. Yeah, it's it, it, it they, the definitely the dynamic between the actors and these characters started to gel when they began working together when they came to a common ground. And I like that um, after that scene, uh, Sarah Shahi's character basically mothers them into working with each other. Yeah, they <laughs> start screaming at them. Yeah, yeah you go, fucking gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she definitely she feels like Lois Lane. Yeah, uh, not not because uh, well, I mean, in terms of yelling at Superman, like who yeah. would yell at Superman? <laughs> Somebody, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and or to tell Superman, can you grab some groceries on the way home, or you know, can you do this and do that? Like who will? It, he's literal a god. And stuff yeah, like that. somebody to keep him grounded. Right, right, yeah. and she does that a great. She does a great job in grounding them. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. I was like, she's literally just point finger in the face. Like, you're going to work together if you like it or not. <laughs> I love when uh, Black Adam looks for the mercenaries and finds them. She starts beating the, their asses <laughs> on the mercenaries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that everybody's just sitting around. It's like, yeah, let her take. Yeah. And was it, did it Black Adam stop her? Yeah. Black Violence Adam. is a dance. I learned that... Um, it, keeping your enemies alive can be very useful. Right. It takes off flying. Right, yeah. And like, let's ask them one question. Can they fly? Like, what? And then they blow up. Yeah, I, lo- I, I just love the dynamic with, with, uh, with all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's um and again the 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 Hawkman his confrontations every around every corner he was like you and me at the end you and me yeah like, you with, and with me. Black Adam <laughs> and it was funny because like there was a time the newbie on the the two newbies on the Justice Society were Cyclone and Black um, Adam Smasher yeah and Adam Smasher being like the comedic relief that he is obviously is like bumbling around you know. To, to, Having some mistakes, you know, yeah. for the first time around the job. Yeah. And he does something and it pisses off uh, Hawkman, right? Right. And then he's like, you and me, we have a conversation after this, right? And then, like, <laughs> the movie progresses and then <laughs> Black Adam, Hawkman is chasing Black Adam or? Oh, they're, they're chasing the bikes. They're chasing the bikes, chasing yeah. The bikes. And then uh, Adam Smasher was going to try to grab the bikes, but uh, he, like, the they start shooting at him. Yeah. So he, he covers the, the civilians and stuff like yeah. that. And then uh, Black Adam kind of dodges a hand. Yeah. And then Hawkman runs straight into uh, Adam Smasher's big, huge hand. And yeah. Like... <laughs> well, he says um, in, in in Black Adam dodging, like yeah. uh, Adam Smasher waving his hand. He's like, careful, I almost hit you. And right. I almost hit you, boom. He hits a, a Hawkman. Adam Smasher, which is essentially his boss. And then Hawkman <laughs> stands up and he's like, you and me. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> glares at it I'm like oh my oh god god it's like okay sorry oh yeah it's like oh, my bad like that. yeah so I was yeah again I was really surprised on how funny the film was yeah considering like Black Adam being one of the darker characters you know like it, it fucked up origin and stuff like that and just him embracing I, I always felt like he embraced more of the the bad guy side of him mm-hmm. rather than like the more of the, the anti-hero oh, kind of the thing. anti-hero mm-hmm. aspect but I guess we're in the trend of you know bad guys <laughs> not being bad guys is full on. Him. Yeah, uh, it, uh, no doubt. It feels like he. he uh, I even going in, I felt like he was more of a villain. Like yeah. If it was the Justice League versus the 
the Masters of Doom. Uh, what's, what's the opposite of them? The Justice League and the, the Legion of Doom. A Legion of Doom. Thank yeah. you. Not Masters of Masters Doom. Masters of Doom. Uh, <laughs> the Legion of Doom. Uh, he would pick the Legion of Doom. Yeah. All right. And then that's obvious. There's already fine. There's black and white. There's already fine lines to it. Yeah. So, but to, to him to be the anti-hero kind of deal, uh, like you said, it, it makes sense ongoing with the trend, which makes me kind of cautious now, because of what if Lex Luthor. Is he gonna be? It's gonna be kind of like that anti-hero, anti-Tony Stark kind of. Well, deal. there were times where he did, you know, play both sides. Yeah, you know, there was times where he, he did help the Justice League, or he was even part of the Justice yeah, yeah. League because of what he wanted. Yeah, right. So. But ultimately, down it always came down to Lex Luthor wanting to kill Superman. Yeah, well, like, or just like Lex Luthor. Yeah, right. Lex Luthor <laughs> wanting to kill Superman, or Lex Luthor doing things for Lex Luthor's sake. Yeah, and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's. It's an interesting dynamic, and I, yeah, I feel like it's it's a little bit better now for what it is. Because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they made the story fit that. Yeah, know? like there's obviously different ways you could have taken it, where he really is a bad guy, you know, killing indiscriminately, you know, good or bad, and then the Justice Society really has to go in and put him down. Right. Right. But. Is that the kind of movie that would resonate today? Yeah, I would say so. Well, especially mean, like incorporating the elements of like oppressor versus the oppressed yeah, and like that, all that, that shit. That, that's a one. I, we'll, we'll talk about it during yeah. the, the meet other segment. But yeah, you're right. There, there's a there's all you bring up great points. Uh, but, but before we go into that <laughs> the rabbit hole, <laughs> how about just let's let talk briefly Sabak or at least the last ending scene, not the mid credit scene. But uh, the Sabak scene, the but, villain, yeah, the main the, villain, the demon. The, 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 so essentially, I don't know much about Shazam, but yeah. it sounds like he's the, the opposite. Mm-hmm. He even says, uh, I, I think he has a word for it, right? And when he, it's the demon's name, all of the demons' name, and then he becomes Sabak. Yeah, I fuck. Oh my god, I loved the opening scene where they finally showed us what Shazam stands for. Like, mm-hmm. I, we, obviously, we knew for years and years, but yeah. when they said it, the, the power of Hercules, the wisdom of Solomon, yeah, yeah. It, all it, the wizards were standing around saying the chant, and yeah. then, Shazam! Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, and fucking, it's, it's like the, the equivalent of that, but evil, I guess, evil, demonic. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, so in that scene where he, when he, because the, what's his name? Uh, the dude who played the villain, something Amish, Jeremiah, uh, yeah, biblical Isaiah, something Isaiah? like that, yeah, something, <laughs> something Amish sounding, I want to say, yeah, yeah, something old school, Old Testament, yeah, yeah. and um, he, there's the scene, right? So they go to rescue the kid, and and the crown, it says there's something inscribed in old, old Kodakian, God. Kandak. Kandak. Oh, thank you. Kandak. Old Kandakian script that says the only path to Uh, death is life. To death is life, right. But it was meant to be... uh, The crown was meant to be worn upside down and mirrored. Right. So it said... The the real phrase was death is the only Uh, path to to life. To life or some Yeah, yeah, something, some magical hocus pocus. Mumble jumbo. Yeah. And that he read that before he died. You know, they rescue the kid again. It's another slow motion. Black Adam goes in. He shoots the gun, pointing at the kid. Black Adam takes the bullet, saves it, um, yeah. and the, an explosion happens because of releasing his his rage. Right. Right. Uh, Falcon saves Isis. 
Doctor Fate saves the kid. the kid, and yeah. uh, Adam Smasher protects Cyclone. Yeah. So that all happens. Oh, okay. We think he's dead. You know, let's move on. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap this bitch up. Finally, they convince uh, Black Adam to say Shazam so he could be put into stasis and not harm the world because they yeah. convince him, like, hey, well, this maybe isn't right for you. Which is cool. Like we were able to, we were able to see uh, Task Force X is equivalent of the Raft. Yeah, right. It's, it's in Antarctica. Or and no, that's I don't know somewhere in the some poles. Some poles. Yeah, yeah <laughs> somewhere in the poles. And then we see. Uh, a James Gunn's wife. Yeah. <laughs> What's her, oh. Jennifer Holland, Hardcore. Je- yeah, hard, we see Hardcore. Did I didn't was that her? Yeah. Like I knew she was in it, but I'm like, that yeah, did you do something to your face? What, yeah, I think on? it's the suit. The suit? It, it feels very shiny. It doesn't really look too uh, yeah. hardcore-y, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I, mean, yeah, yeah, I, I I I I think it's her hair as well. Maybe it's shorter. I, I feel like she got maybe she got some work done. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was trying to like, is that really her? Like I could see it because like she has very distinct features. Right. Yeah. You know, like we saw obviously Peacemaker, very very distinct pre- features, very pretty as well, very beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I was like, I was looking at her, I was like, is that? Uh, I know it's her, but is that really? Her? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 So they, uh, Mac Adams feels super guilty and decides to uh, let me. I can't. Like I'll I'll be I'll go to prison mm-hmm. to some degree because it reminds me of his kid. Yeah. Right. And spoilers, it, his kid was the original champion, uh, Shazam, the chosen, the one, chosen yeah. one. And uh, Black Adam, uh, they the the king decided to kill his the champion's uh, family. Yeah. yeah. So to save him, he transferred his power to the dad, yeah. which is uh, Black Adam. Uh, Rock's character. It's very convoluted. I mean, it starts at the end. I, I'll be, I'll be honest. It starts. It's like it fills us in that oh, it's not him. And in case you weren't listening, it, you could feel like it wasn't him. Yeah. The the throughout the whole film, it's like there's the myth. You know, the myth of the champion who yeah. who rose up and liberated conduct. Uh, you know, those five thousand years ago. And yeah. the myth was that the king was able to put his put on the and, and use the map powers of the of the hell of the, the crown and the, the ensuing battle between the, the him and a black adam you know nearly destroyed conduct but ultimately black adam prevailed and yeah. they made a shrine to him and yeah and yada 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 and but yeah. the real story is that the the son died and the dad is the one who took the mantle yeah and then the, he, he wiped everyone out in his anger and then the the wizards decided to they chose poorly. They, they, yeah. Yeah, they chose poorly. Well, even, no, no, they think they chose poorly, yeah. but it and, and obviously it wasn't the, the original. It wasn't the son. It wasn't. It, the it son, was yeah. the dad now. Was, yeah. So that's what makes him feel all depressed, and he becomes he goes to prison and stuff like that. Yeah, they entomb him. Yeah. They, in, incarcerate him. I guess which I which I was like, oh, that's cool, but I was like, oh man, I was hoping to see like the Phantom Zone. <laughs> or something like you know because it, when it, it zooms out to him in the sarcophagi mm-hmm. and there's other sarcophagi and it's like this is a weirdly adjusted prison yeah like, there's like there's multiple pillars yeah. and then there's little I prisons was, i was hoping that there was like more detail so yeah could see, like, not like a death star looking yeah. kind of a hangar but <laughs> uh yeah and then it, like joel said the crown it turns out you have to die with the crown to yeah. have it and then so sabak uh, he goes to hell he meets all the demons who made the crown. Or did, okay, so in that demon scene, yeah, did we see Trigon? I don't know. Big ass dude with the antlers. I don't. I I know what Trigon <laughs> looks like, but I don't know. I, I I feel like Trigon. He has three eyes, right? He has. Uh, no, he, he has, has eight. Eyes does he have eight eyes? 
Because he has the two, and then he has three. Like, oh, you're set. right. Yeah. Right, right. I feel like this would be beneath him, <laughs> to be honest with but, you. But, see, like, that's the thing. I was like, wait, because I saw, you know, red dude with antlers. I'm right. like, Trigon, what? Yeah. But then I'm like, wait, no, these are demons. Yeah. And Trigon is a god. Uh, that, but, I, yeah, I feel like they all, have, they all had two eyes. Yeah. Because I feel like Trigon's look is iconic enough for me to be like, who's that? Like, <laughs> it's kind of, but, yeah, they're just kind of generic demons. Uh, same like Shazam, yeah. like the sins. They're just kind of demons and stuff like that. So uh, they imbue him with the power of Sabak. I'm assuming that's the name of it. Instead yeah, of Shabang. Like instead of saying Shazam, he says Sabak. Sabak. Right, and then he yeah. becomes a demon. He lays waste to. Uh, it looked pretty good. He did. I, I'm yeah, just, for he, a hundred percent CGI character, <laughs> it looked pretty good. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Usually the CGI in here it looks a little iffy, yeah. a little weird, and uh, yeah, he looked great. Even in the fight scenes, it looked it looked pretty good with all that CGI. Yeah, and in the fight scene, he, first they he takes on the Justice Society, right? Yeah, you know the um, Doctor Fate sees a vision, and his vision you know culminates with hawkman dying yeah and yeah. it's fucking it's crazy because like you he has this moment of of clearance clarency i guess uh, you could say yeah right clarity or something clarity like that. or he says guilt, maybe? yeah he says like like the powers like unimaginable powers at my command basically but I'm still an old sentimental fool. I don't want my friend to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, you know, he says he could see the future. And for the first time in his 100-year life, he sees nothing. Oh, oh God. He's fierce. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that scene almost made me cry, too. Yeah, like, oh, dude. I, I, I love him. And he goes out, essentially, to sacrifice himself for his friend. And... um it's 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 a very very suspenseful scene because he, he's actually holding his own yeah. against Sabak. I, I kind of feel like Doctor Fate would have fucked him up. Yeah, they really nerfed him, didn't they? Yeah, because like in Doctor Fate in the comics and and the cartoons and movies and stuff like that, he is legit one of the most powerful characters out there because his powers are cosmic. Right. Like, nobody knows where his helmet came from, but we know what. It, what the 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 character the the powers of Black Adam the the powers that the 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 helmet imbue into mm. him are fucking universal, right? You know? Right, it's fate. in a whole different league. Yeah, fate yeah. is something that's it's everywhere. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah, and uh, he's essentially there to scream at Black Adam to wake up. Yeah, right, and then he and then it's a cool scene, and it's. Uh, I'm trying not to be negative yeah. <laughs> because it's it's like why did you put him in there first place? But it, it's it, he's there to sacrifice himself, and Pierce Brosnan essentially is yelling at Black Adam to wake up. Yeah, he's talking to him, you know, telekinetically or something. Yeah, telling him like you could wake up, you're the one who does it. After he gets put into stasis. Yeah, yeah, you can be the destroyer of worlds, but you can also be a hero because Black Adam at the beginning and uh, throughout the whole film is saying he's not a hero because of what he's done yeah. right we get needed context and stuff at so the end. I, yeah at the end <laughs> so at this point yeah he uh, he's able to uh, shat, like unshackle himself from his uh, his guilt mm-hmm. right and then uh, he's able to shazam himself and and help out but it's a little bit too late because 
Yeah, Doctor Fate Doctor gets Fate. killed. Yeah, I kind of feel like that scene where he's escaping dragged a little bit. Yeah, because he's floating. Uh, God, okay, <laughs> yeah, he's floating, and you know he's having. Well, his... he could have said it. The mo- he just ripped that shit out of. Right, his... he could have said it in the hangar. Yeah, in the hangar, <laughs> but... and fucking killed everybody in there. But <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very dramatic scene. Granted, granted, it's again, it's rock. He, I feel like this is one of his his better roles. Right, he's not kind of the meathead. No. anymore he's not kind of the one-sided uh testosterone filled anger rage monster which to some extent he is here yeah but there's a dynamic to it there's a reason yeah. to it there's a narrative reason to it so he does a lot of that good facial deadpan acting before he comes in essentially wrecks a buck yeah yeah that that whole scene where you know he's he's running obviously the guards and stuff they're trying to detain him and he's mortal at this point yeah but he's still kicking ass so right. I'm like what the fuck's going on here you know did you lose all your powers or not and my understanding was that the god the champion yeah was always like like a person like on separate from whoever took took on the mantle mm-hmm. you know like boom billy batson says shazam he turns into to shazam so it's mm-hmm. a completely different person mm-hmm. but with the rock he plays normal you know mortal rock and then he plays Black Adam, and he looks exactly it the is, same. <laughs> see, with Shazam, I see your point. Yeah. But with Shazam, I feel like it's the same deal. So but Billy Batson's it just, grow up it just to look up like and it's just Levi. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's a good point. So you're essentially the, the transformation. It's rock and then yeah. bigger rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I see your point. Yeah. I thought you're. I thought you were saying that uh, the like a a Bruce Wayne Batman duality. No, no. Right. So just essentially, yeah. you're okay. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's like good. Billy Batson, Shazam, boom, he turns into somebody else. Right. The Rock, Mortal Rock, a bigger Shazam, Rock, Boulder, Rock, Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> no Rock, and then Boulder. Yeah. But I feel like that scene dragged a little bit. Yeah. It's um. It's especially when it's towards the end. There's urgency to it, mm-hmm. right? Doctor Fate's getting wrecked by Sabak. Hawkman's. Gone. I don't know where Adam Smasher and Cyclone were at the moment. They, they went to find like a see if they, they went around. Like yeah. <laughs> they went around because the... before they um, before Doctor Fate and takes on Sibok by himself, he sets up a force field. Right. And there's like the whole speech where he's like, "I was in one thing I didn't tell you in my vision is that I saw a third option." You know? Yeah. Like the, thought the whole movie they're saying uh, no <laughs> a bad plan is better than no plan and then he, a really bad plan is better than <laughs> <laughs> bad plan. So. Yeah. So yeah. there were always like this this underline of there's always two options, right? Right. And then he says, I found a way to, I found a third option, you yeah. know, one that saves my friend. And then yeah. he, Hawkman instantly knew what that meant. He's like, no, yeah. come on, we got trade. He puts up, uh, Dr. Fate puts up a, like a force field around so nobody could enter yeah. until it was already like. Yeah, it was too late. Too late. Yeah. yeah so, so, yeah, there, there's a sense of urgency to it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Dr. Fate gets wrecked and uh, then Black Adam shows up. Mm-hmm. And then together with Black Adam and Hawkman, they're able to vanquish Sabak in yeah. a very a uh, climactic way I guess he tears off his he tears him in half tears right? him in tears half. Him I in thought half. he was trying to break off his yeah his that's horns. what I thought until yeah. he, he tore him in half literally <laughs> he, he literally it's a very immortal combat yeah. uh, thing and fatality like, yeah fatality and I'm like oh it's glad to be the violence is back <laughs> right you know because at this point the beginning part is very violent yeah. and it kind of smooths off throughout the whole film because yeah. they have to justify their PG-13 13, rating yeah. and then this it's like he rips him in half and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. 
yeah, overall, like that that scene where he's working together with Hawkman. You know, the, finally the the dynamic between those two characters. I don't want to say gets resolved because I feel like there still is some f- friction between them. Yeah. Um, but they come to like a mutual understanding, and and I feel like Hawkman at the very least changes his mind. Yeah, yeah, which is which is nice to see in terms of a superhero film because yeah. we have those moments where uh, the beginning of the film they have a certain point of view, and by the end of it, it's changed. It's very, mm-hmm. and then you have that for ten years. Yeah, it's very textbook, right? But for here, they're very stout within their their uh, their roles. Oh, uh, not their roles. Uh, their uh, their perspective, mm-hmm. right? Black Adam's gonna kill people. Yeah, right. He, that that's just how he he's he's been brought up, and this is and that's what's constant. Nothing's really gonna change that. Yeah. And same with Hawkman, right? Hawkman believes Black Adam to be this this uh, not only demigod but also this span in the works of the grand scheme of the the world. Yeah, right. Something like it's basically a nuke. An unhinged nuke running around, you know, killing yeah. everyone. So uh, it, it's it's nice to see that they're they're stout in their their perspective, and they're they're given the evidence. They change just a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they're stout in their perspective. Yeah, it's um or their view or something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, they when they have to come together to defeat the greater evil, they, like, I mean, there there tends to be some you know, change of mind. Yeah. At, at the very least, um, I still would like to see another confrontation. Because, like, Probably. I, I, I yeah. it doesn't sit well to me that they want to make Black Adam, like, a hero. Yeah? It's just because, like, that's not really who he was. Yeah, yeah he's an anti-hero, but more often than not, he would choose the dark side of that yeah. rather than the light. You know, yeah. like, these are uh, circumstances where his people, his country need somebody to liberate them you know but outside from that he's just you know slash and burn yeah rape and pillage right yeah yeah it's uh it's a difficult dilemma right Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, do you feel that this is probably the best point that they could have done with black adam other than making him full-on hero because it feels like he's still within that line of anti-hero kind of villainous because there are there are that when Hawkman leaves to him for him to, you know, to rule uh, Kondok. Kondok, yeah. Kondok, he's like, um, we'll see mm-hmm. uh, what kind of leader you are. Essentially kind of alluding down the line that there is a possibility that he will become that full villainous role. Maybe not, you know, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Exactly, yeah. And Black Adam has the best of intentions, but for how long? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I love the fact when um, the the big battle finally was over, and then he sat on the throne. The throne. Yeah. He sat exactly like the comic. Like the comic. Like the comic. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "How does it feel?" Wrong. And yeah, he gets yeah. up and destroys it. It destroys it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's uh, maybe down the line, yeah, yeah. maybe down. You you can take so many lives to the point where it becomes blurred, and you you're taking lives of allies. Yeah. Right. And then maybe down the line we'll see because we do have to see. Yeah, Shazam versus Black, Black Adam. Adam kind of deal down the line, and how can Shazam's obviously the good guy? Yeah, right. So how are we gonna paint that with Black Adam? Who knows? Yeah, the, um, I also like the suit. Yeah, I like the I like the Kratos inspired uh, the texture to it. Yeah, because originally the suit that, that the son had was just kind of like a jewelry, right? The the Thunderbolt was a necklace. And he had yeah. braces on, and he's like super buff. Mm. But uh, when Black Adam took the powers, and he kind of mourned 
after the loss of his son, uh, his his uh, the, their texture grew. Like he had a black suit now. Yeah, very um, like Venom. Yeah, very like Venom, where yeah. it's like depending on, like in Venom's case, the symbiote. But I think like depending on what your heart feels, mm-hmm. your suit is represented because like you know how he says a, a a child pure of heart. Yeah. Boom, red. Perfect. Right. Looks perfect. But and well, what is the kid though? He's naked. Uh, that's true. <laughs> well, the kid is Maybe. more. Repre- I feel like it was more of like tribal. Because uh, he had like the loincloth he had. Well, I, let's go with the pure of heart thing. Yeah. Then. Well, when it's when it's like that, maybe he's the purest of hearts, mm-hmm. right? Someone who is a literally un unrequited like championships yeah. or like a, a just honor, you know, just just that he's not afraid. Mm-hmm. Maybe the red to some degree is a kind of this emotional armor that Billy has, you know, with his his past. But in the long run, there's white trim, there's gold to it, so he is pure of heart. Yeah. But there is this wall of, uh, you know, of uh, defense that yeah. he has. But, like, we saw that because th- throughout the whole movie, he has, you know, the, the suit that is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, it just looks like a leotard, black. <laughs> and even the, the lightning bolt on his chest is a little blacked out. Yeah, like, yeah. You see a little bit of the gold and stuff like that. But then when he comes back to fight uh, Sabak... It's full on. The the there's lightning bolt is dull. The cave is the cave is there. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like uh, he may be disgraced as a champion, but mm-hmm. he's he's fully committed in the role to be protector. Yeah. So I, I I love to see him in his in his cape, and it's a nice cape. It's not like the the crappy cape that he wore that got blown off. See, I like that one though. Yeah. I, I, do you like the hood though? Yeah, or I like just, the hood. Yeah, the I like pretty the, cool. This one yeah. didn't have a hood, did it? No, it didn't. Yeah, the hood did look. It was cool. just a, a cape. The just hood. Cape. The hood makes it gives it more of like that. I'm gonna come fuck you up. Look. <laughs> Especially with the side <laughs> look when it comes to. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there was um the kid was perfect as well, you know, like the, the he embodied fandom mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah. And um, he was talking about I was like, "Oh, being a superhero is cool now. It's, it's, it's cool. lucrative. You can make money. You can make money how meta." <laughs> yeah, I I love the kid. I mean, I love most of their acting, all of them, all of them. Yeah. So, uh we 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 spoke about the highs mm-hmm. now, but the How lows. about the lows? Not, not no film is perfect. Yeah. No, no film is a hundred percent. Depends on the person. Yeah. So with Black Adam, what what do you think could have been uh, fixed? Could have been a little bit edited a bit, or could have uh, been overall. The, uh, I feel like the, the the music was could have been perfect. Mm. You know, like they chose the the best songs. They chose um, "Painted Black" by the Rolling Stones. They chose they chose. Um, Oh, fuck! What's what was the first one that the the uncle was dancing to? Uh, it was like an baby comeback. Baby comeback. Yeah. Right. You can blame it all on copyright. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you could have incorporated the the, the tone and the feel of the, of the the music a little better. Yeah. You know, edit it a little better so that it doesn't end abruptly or doesn't shift abruptly. Yeah. Stuff like that. The pacing a little bit. Yeah. It's. Uh... You know, we talked about it before, and uh, you had a structure issue, yeah. and and then I have a pacing issue. Yeah. Right. And it's uh, at the beginning of the film, it's it's rapid fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could. It depends on who you are, and, and and for the most part, I could see how refreshing it is. Yeah. Especially given uh, the Marvel cookie cutter kind of perspective, where we have a slow ramp up, and then then we have those epic moments. But the first part uh, feels like a, uh, a a a mountain already. 
right? Because yeah. it's so action packed. There's a lot of killing. There's like, everything's happening. All the music's <laughs> happening. So how do you increase the conflict from that? Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess like obviously the big bad fight at the end, though the one that really determines whether or not your humanity lives or dies. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you have to leave that at the end. But like you said, there are all these fights where like, how do you one up it? And I don't feel like that necessarily had to be the case. They had to sustain it, yeah. which they did. Yeah, which they, they hardcore <laughs> did. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it, it felt like there was no rest in this film. See, but that's like that's what would you want? Three hours, like oh BBS? no, 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 not not at all. But I would like actually, you know, you have you'd have those moments in horror where it, it scares you the top of your lungs. But at some point, you there's a rest. Yeah, there's a rest, and yeah. then there's horror again, right? Yeah. You can't just keep keep on pumping out and then thinking something's gonna be different. But here, it's it's action, action, action. About two minutes more action, action, action. Two, and then and it it gets it gets a little tiring. So when you see Black Adam. Uh, kill again I'm like ah cool that's cool and then yeah yeah I get I get to see where you're you're coming from where if it's like too much coming at you for for the entire film it does get overwhelming a little bit yeah but I mean I would much rather prefer that than the opposite yeah I don't grant yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) have the film be half an hour longer and be all just exposition (laughs) (laughs) see and the thing is with exposition is that this this film has good themes like Mm -hmm. at the beginning and they talk about like uh, colonization they talk about a slavery and they talk about all these themes that are integral within black adams uh as a character yeah and then let's forget about it and Mm -hmm. let's not talk about it anymore and see like those are perfect especially when it comes to uh the people who are still living with that Mm -hmm. when it comes in the movie Right, the kid and the the daughter, not the daughter, the mom. The, the mom. Keep forgetting <laughs> the, the the mom and stuff like that. They they are obviously passionate about who what they're they're fighting for, but that's kind of slunk over in favor of like this this conflict that really has nothing to do with that. Yeah, they're at the end where um, Sabak comes in and he's has his army of the dam, right? Yeah, and you see these skeletons essentially start rising up with old school hatchets and swords and shit like that so nothing modern yeah (laughs) and uh the people decide hey it's time for us to to rise up and fight yeah and um it was funny because like they're having this this battle you know between gods and the people are fighting the, (laughs) the the army of the damned and was it um i think it was dr fate who said the people rejected your have rejected your command your leadership to or Sabak. Or oh, yeah, or Sabak said that. Yeah, because because uh, the kid was doing the little uh, oh, the, the the Yeezy or whatever <laughs> the whatever the symbol, and then Sabak's like the people have rejected your some so and so blah yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah. See, but that happened while they was he was fighting. Black oh, he was fighting uh, Doctor Fate. Doctor yeah, Fate. Because yeah, because the the statue falls. Yeah. And then uh, Black Adam shows up. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's another thing. That voices sounded similar, Doctor Fate and Sabak. Like Sabak, deep. did they? Yeah, yeah. they were like. I, I, maybe that's why I was confused because I couldn't understand. I couldn't really mm. differentiate which one was saying that. Yeah. So for me, I thought a black uh, Doctor Fate said it. Yeah. But I guess it was Sabak. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but other than that, I feel like, you know, you go you you want to go in without a lot of expectations because we know DC's track records. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that landed. To the surprisement of the film, 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I want to say that I came in, I went in going blind, but there's that expectation. Mm-hmm. That like, oh, how bad can this be? Yeah. Kind of deal. And uh, to some degree that it was reinforced. <laughs> when it comes to the pacing, it comes to some of the narrative lines. Uh, yeah, it feels like it does have some work. Like, I, I do love that the characters don't have uh, a background, mm-hmm. right? They don't sit you down. But I also wish they did. <laughs> because it, it they for us sure we know who these people are but you know you have these characters that no one really knows dr fate or hawkman and the movie acts like you're supposed to know who they are so i'm like i'm kind of a little on the fence about that but that's something that the normies should be (laughs) (laughs) he's a veteran (laughs) yeah so it would have been a completely different movie if it was a wonder woman and superman yeah right because you obviously even even the person in living in the deepest of rocks knows who Wonder Woman and Superman is. Yeah, they definitely should, you know, adapt this assumption that every the fan base knows who the characters are for, you know, the big three. Yeah. Like I love that they did that in um the Batman. You know, no origin aside from like the occasional my parents died. Yeah, yeah, because everyone <laughs> knows it exactly. right now. So when it comes to a film like this, like you said, there is a, a preconception or when going in, like, oh, how bad can this DC film be? Mm-hmm. But also, they use it to their advantage, right? Yeah. They use it to that, uh, you, you know, <laughs> superheroes. Bar solo. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, superheroes. A dude with wings is not going to surprise you anymore. <laughs> a dude that looks like Doctor Strange, but you know, a little bit cooler. more, but cooler looking. You know, <laughs> so yeah, so they use they use that to their advantage. I feel in this film, uh, but to that extent. For how much did it really like keep up with the film? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like you say at the end, it's very it kind of it kind of flops at the end a bit, especially when it comes to him kind of floating in the water and, and it's an it's a sense of urgency. Go go help! But yeah, there there's I a mean, flashback. There yeah there I, that was purely there for for flashback uh, essence, and it showed um, his son dying and all that stuff. Yeah. And, Whatever the fuck. But, yeah. (laughs) I feel like overall, like, for me, it's impossible not to, you know, see headlines about reviews and stuff like that. Like, I don't click on the fucking articles because who the fuck are they? Yeah. You know, like, I'm I'm the other person. Like, I want to make my own opinion. So, I'm going to watch it regardless of what. So, I I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I saw that there was like, oh, it's disappointing. It's anti all this. It's all that. But, like, I'm like, where? what are they seeing? Because I was, first of all, I was very much entertained. Mm -hmm. I love the the representation of the characters. All the actors were fantastic. The issues I had were more of a movie structure rather than the character portrayals and the story. The same, like, the same typical... You know issues that DC uh, superhero films tend to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's right there. Yeah, isn't it? it like what you said, uh, it's the structure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes structure, especially for me, who I love structure. Yeah, uh, it, it's very important. So coming into this film, I, I could definitely see that critique where the pacing. Uh, it, I would argue. I would say it gets really muddled mm-hmm. because it, it it does it wastes no time, and that's for the benefit of the film. Granted, it's it's reputation, and granted, how many superhero films there are, but uh, the, there's so many themes that they do gloss over. Like I said, with um with revolution, yeah, right, especially when it comes to Black Adam as a character, right, we get get more info him from the beginning and then at the end, yeah, and then we have the GSA fight, 
right? Which is, which is also another dynamic of something that we could talk more about. But that that's that here they're there. If you have fun with it, it's something that it doesn't really below a five or anything like that, right? It's, yeah. it's a film that you definitely the humor is in it. There's a lot of passion in it. Yeah. And there's a lot of love in it. So when you come into this, no feeling like oh, uh, it, it's your typical structure and stuff like that. I, I feel like that's already losing the fight before yeah. even watching it, kind of deal. Yeah. Because I've seen there's like ones, two stars, and like I don't think it's that low of a film. No, like it's not. You know, there's all, obviously we can't make a we can't. You know, we can't go on without comparing it to you know the closest Marvel, because that's the closest we get to the what the other side is doing you know right. so like look at thor which is a power a god who has a power of lightning right. boom black adam shazam thor has had four movies yeah one of them is good mm-hmm. you know mm, depends on someone ragnarok ragnarok well but, ragnarok and then uh love and thunder eh, really and um, I mean, it's definitely better than the second. Oh, one, it, it depends that. on the person, right? It's well, because it, there's a lot. Some people I, who I like dark it. world, and to some degree, because well, look, dark. well, well, because there's <laughs> there are moments, right? Yeah, yeah, they're but, they, like, they're not as high. They're not a, right, but they're like a five compared to a seven, mm-hmm. you know, kind of deal. And it, it, it's some same with Black Adam. Yeah, looking at their reputation, like Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and uh, seeing Shazam, it, it feels right. At home, in terms of what the, what DC is uh, tackling with their superhero films, it's something that they look at the films in uh, the industry and they do something that is very subversive. Yeah, and it, it, Black Adam is completely that. Yeah, however, they do their own thing. Exactly, what? exactly. That's what we've been t- telling DC to do for the longest, and for the most part, they are doing it now. With yeah. with Fear of the God looks fairly different. Aquaman, hopefully the Flash will look fairly different. <laughs> and uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. It's, but when Man it, of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. <laughs> Man of Steel 2. But when it, when it comes to Black Adam, there it does fall back to those conventions, right? When it comes to making a superhero yeah. film. Because like, like you said, we have to have an anti-hero now. Or that the themes kind of get glossed over in favor for a very... F- Fight, a, yeah. a, a, a very testosterone-filled fight, and like it, I, I like Black Adam and uh, Hawkman fighting, but when they start beefing again, I was like, really, guys? Like, can we move yeah, on from this a, beef? There's a greater threat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, I can see where you, where you could come from, but you look at this how it's structured. You said it's very typical. Yeah, it's very typical, mm-hmm. in the sense that you know they they come together. There's beef. They figure maybe they could work together. No, there's beef again, and then ultimately they come together. Yeah, you know, like that. This that that's what the structure I'm referring to. Mm. Very like typically structured in the sense. They were predictable. Predictable. Yeah, yeah I guess you could say. Yeah, but for me, that that's all. You know, on the backside. Mm. You know, my my ultimate goal. I've said it before, and I've said it again. Am I entertained? Yeah. And I was. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's a film that. Uh, it's a good. I've I've seen this phrase a couple of times. Popcorn flick. Yeah. And it's a flick that you want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go, go right right for it. But um, it, it's it's uh, I wouldn't say along the lines of DC because that's a very low bar already. It, it's better than most. Yeah, without right. a doubt, it's definitely yeah. better than you know the first 
films coming out of the DCEU talking, you know, BVS. Yeah, there's direction to it. Yeah. And then, uh, I love that there, the world feels a little bit uh, filled in with, you know, Amanda Waller being shown throughout the whole of the DCEU. Yeah. Right? Rather than being her. And uh, Vi- Viola, Viola Davis, Davis is, is fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so the, and the, to have that uh, continuity within it, it, it feels within, well within the DCEU, mm-hmm. but also different. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what would you give this? Oh, wait, before we talk about that. Okay. Uh, the, the last thing we want well, to talk about. I was going to like. Oh, you want to segment it? Okay. Yeah, okay. What would I give it? it? Uh, a six. A six. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Six and a half. Yeah, know? six. Yeah, it's it's like you said, fun. Fun. Right, fun is a huge amount of, of our, our what we watch as a film, right? Mm-hmm. It could be the most horrible film. But if there's a degree of fun, of joke, of levity to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's not something to write home about, but it's not something to definitely ignore. Exactly. All right, so it's something, yeah, it, it's uh, it's something. <laughs> and and the, the Rock has been campaigning for to be Black Adam for, I want to say, two years? Longer. For, longer, right? Longer, a, yeah. a while. He right? had, there was this interview mm. where, I don't know, I want to say like five or six years ago, he had, he was an interview, and then the interviewer asked him, so there is, um, there's talk about you playing a character in the DC films, and he's like, like, well, I, I can't say it, but you know, just say the word. So I had to, and he just kept saying, just say the word. So he he didn't want to say Shazam, right? But yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, of course, he was. If anybody was born to play Black Adam, yeah, yeah, and he, he campaigns for it. Uh, yeah. Black Adam was supposed, wasn't he supposed to be a uh, a side villain in the Shazam, Shazam too? Yeah, but he said no. He wants to give it. his Yeah. Own. So to have that kind of passion, that kind of Ryan Reynolds level of passion where you keep pushing even though you don't know if the role is going to be fit or not because yeah. at that point we didn't know where dc was going to go with their leadership or mm-hmm. the direction of their movies and to have someone with that kind of charisma push for it for so long uh, the film definitely mirrors that yeah and, and then not just like charisma but earning power the Rock is one of the you know one the, of the highest earnings. It's always active. like you know at the end of the year Forbes or at the beginning of the year Forbes always releases a top ten you know whatever yeah representing of what the people uh, bought watched listened to right, the right, previous right. year and there's always like the 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 ten best highest paid. Uh, male performer actors yeah and rock is always one or two yeah exactly <laughs> so that to have that kind of star power for a, a DC or a superhero film yeah right I mean it's it's Black Adam is gonna be one of those movies where where did DC start becoming DC be DC and yeah. it feels like Black Adam has that hopefully yeah hopefully because uh, the track record of the second movie of wonder woman it doesn't really bode well or like the sequels it does yeah. not so yeah. uh, what you alluded to before we gave our impressions is we're going to talk about the mid credit scene there was two wait how many credit scenes were there just one, just one. so it's the end credit it, it, well no it's mid it was mid. in the middle and then we had yeah, the more right. okay, yeah. so the mid credit scene uh i'm just gonna paint the freaking story picture for you guys right. so it's it's at night uh it, it's at where uh, it's where black adam effectively destroyed the the, it's at the, the palace the palace right yeah. they're inside the palace and a, a drone kind of floats in and, and black adam's like what the heck is this so he uh, <laughs> your he, magic is weak he, yeah your magic is weak <laughs> so he goes to it and it's uh lo and behold it's amanda waller mm-hmm. and uh she does her little uh like okay you're a little threatening kind of uh you know she she can she has words to back it up so uh she says that oh 
since you broke out of prison, uh, Comrade Nada. Conduct, conduct will be your prison and you'll yeah. if you step one foot out of it uh there'll be repercussions yeah and then uh, black adam in his very cocky smile he says uh there's no one on this planet who can stop me yeah. and then uh Amanda waller goes uh I, I have some few favors i can pull in uh, yeah. there's, and you know there's another so, thing that's true but true but i could call in a favor from outside uh, from the, yeah, right from outside, outside the planet and then uh, i don't remember but she he blows up the, the drone yeah, he, right? blows he, he blows up the drone and and uh you hear you hear something swoosh yeah. in <laughs> and then uh you see the silhouette and then uh and then you hear uh, it, it's been a while since someone's called me in for a favor. Yeah. And then you, if you know, you know. Oh my god. And it's the voice of the one and only, <laughs> at least to me, Superman, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill floats in in his glorious butt chin, yeah. and, then, and he goes in and he's suited up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Superman theme is playing, not the the, the Snyderverse version, but the legit Superman yeah, theme. The John is, Williams, the John Williams Superman theme is playing and he just kind of floats in and i don't know i don't remember if they cut to black adam's reaction or they no, they, they, they just cut, they to, just black, cut yeah. to they cut to black after his his his, his glorious face fills the screen yeah he walks out of the shadows he walks out of shadows and uh, i'm screaming at the top of my lungs while yeah. everyone's like <laughs> looking around. yeah so you saw the we're recording this the the day after it opened the day so after. it opened um well technically because the day after after because on thursday right yeah, yeah technically they have like opening is front thursday night yeah but like say they'll say oh opens you know friday the 21st right but typically opening is thursday the 20th at night right yeah but yeah. i saw it you so saw you saw it friday the 21st at night yeah right? so assume you know people are off work you know, students are off class and all that stuff. So presumably, you saw it in a more full theater than I had. Yeah. Right. yeah. What was the reaction? Uh, it was it was a lot of clapping. A lot of clapping. a lot of clapping. Granted, it was really awkward for me. Oh, it wasn't awkward. I'm thinking if it's awkward now for yeah. me because well, as soon as I heard it, I screamed. Yeah. I was like, I was like woo, and then I started clapping, and then no one was clapping, and but I still kept clapping. Yeah. And then when he came out of the shadows, then Everybody. everyone started clapping and everyone started screaming. There's a lady in the back who's really into the movie. Yeah. Each time Black Adam did something, she would gasp. Yeah. And so she gasped the loudest I've heard her gasp throughout the whole film she's like oh my god <laughs> uh, yeah so i saw it in a matinee uh-huh. i took uh, the friday off you know i was gonna get fuck it let's do it i don't <laughs> i prefer i prefer to watch matinees yeah you know, it's, same. It's, it's 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 better I, I have more stuff to do man yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> I, you know there, there isn't a lot of people i feel like there's a little more comfort <laughs> yeah and then so the theater i saw it in there wasn't it wasn't full it was maybe you know 50 60 people mm-hmm. i there was periods of time where they were clapping during the movie yeah but i feel like that kind of fell off on it wasn't the right crowd for the oh, henry cavill reveal that's a shame i was i, I was dude if, if you, i was brought to tears dude you <laughs> man i was legit crying hey, like, oh my god he's back well, yeah we, you should have the last time we watched a DC film, was it Justice League? That's the only time, right? Mm, or, the DCEU, yeah. Yeah, we I watched so. the Batman together? No, we didn't watch the Batman, the Batman We oh, saw okay. Joker, we saw Justice League, we saw Batman versus Superman. I think that's it. Right, okay. Oh, one, no, Wonder Woman, y'all fuckers left me. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that's why I didn't have a car. Yeah. Oh, but uh, Justice League, uh, the last time I, I was, I was like, I had an involuntary reaction 
<laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least was when uh, we were watching Justice League and there was a flashback to the original, uh, the the old gods. Yeah, the right? battle for Earth. The battle the for first Earth one. against uh, uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid's forces. Gods, yeah. Right. And uh, a Green Lantern showed up, and I involuntarily grabbed Joel. I don't know where I grabbed. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't know where I grabbed you, but I grabbed you and pointed at the screen yeah. as though you know you're driving, looking somewhere else. So <laughs> yeah. you have to know. As if I'm not seeing a, a 30 foot representation. <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. I see, yeah. So yeah. For, but from here on out, that's the barometer. I'm gonna judge you on. Yeah. Your reaction was. And that's what you judged me <laughs> since. Yeah. So when this came. Uh, dude, if you, <laughs> I was trembling. Yeah. First, I was shaking, and I was like, you know, like, hey, let me get another hit. Cocaine yeah. shaking. Come on, more. And then I was looking around. I was like, am I seeing what I'm seeing? And then like, I, I didn't grab my, but I had involuntary reactions yeah. to that as well because I screamed, I started clapping. You know, I didn't care what everyone thought, and I was wearing my Superman shirt. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> uh, I, I was slack jawed, uh, nerdgasm. You know. On yeah. The spot. I, yeah, it was uh, what we've been campaigning for, what we've been since, lamenting. Since they, they shelved him. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it could have been played better. Because... Why do you have to do this to me, Joel? Me? What why, am I doing? Why do you have I'm to... Pointing out the obvious? Why do you have to wet black in me? All right? <laughs> well, I mean, we can't just like... You're we right, Obviously, though. we can't talk about it. Because like yeah. during the week before the the, the open of uh, Black Adam, it was announced that Man of Steel 2 yeah. is being in the works. With Henry Cavill returning. Yeah, so you're right. It kind of just like threw... The moment that could have been... Fucking cheers and you know one riots of, on the streets. <laughs> one of the one of the most uh, rambunctious superhero reveals. Exactly. Right. Right. Could have. Could have. Was undercut. Yeah, was undercut by the news that Henry Cavill was returning. Look, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Obviously, we've made our feelings known about the Henry Cavill and his portrayal of Superman. But it, it like it was definitely uh, undercut. Yeah, you know what? Let, let's let's dig into the the wheel of wet blanketing that you're doing. <laughs> uh, the, the Rock has hinted at it, mm-hmm. and knowing what's happening with Warner Brothers Discovery, it feels like this is they they think it's a way of getting back to our good graces. Yeah, and uh, whatever it's you, it's working, right? <laughs> it's working, but I hate it. Yeah, you know, because it's very manipulative and it's very within the works with all that stuff. We don't know how long it's been going. Maybe as soon as they can, Batgirl, they're like, okay, we need Superman back. Yeah, you know, kind of deal. So uh, it's great to have him back. Um, hopefully, it stays like that. Hopefully, it stays like that. But yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, this it's point, a yeah. crapshoot, and uh, you think we're dumb? We are, but uh, we are very, <laughs> but just. You know, just because you know how to hit me in the right spots doesn't mean that I'm in love with you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> have a courtesy for a reach around. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, they go in without anything. Yeah, you know. no lube, no nothing. Right, right. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, the, it's just, it was amazing. Like I said, it almost brought me to tears. It did bring me to tears. It was awesome, fantastic. But I already knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, how the fuck... If you're going to keep a secret, 
how the fuck is this not the secret to keep? Yeah, I mean, freaking The Rock couldn't hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> First, he had to fucking spill the beans about killing Osama. And then he's got to spill the beans about, about Henry Cavill. Crazy, Joel. What? Well, well, that's been our review, our discussion, (laughs) our talk of Black Adam uh, 2022. It's a fun film, folks. Uh, Go definitely see it. Uh, Don't compare it to other superhero films. It's within its own realm. There are issues, but for the most part, it's a fun humor. It's The Rock. It's The Rock. It's The Rock. So, what else is the discussion you need? Yeah, it's um, go make your own opinion. It's something that we've said from the very start, you know. And not even our. Don't no. do it from our opinions. Don't do, do it yourself and yeah, let make, us know in the make, comments below. Exactly. Let us know. Comment. Send, send us an email or something if, if you agree with our assessment. You know, it's like we're very make we're very of the mind that we we have to make our opinions our own way yeah we're also open to criticism we're we're yeah we're also open to the criticism but like we don't let it influence us in our our ultimate decision yeah exactly and joel is is very perfect as always (laughs) and i've been your host uh ernesto and i'm here of course with joel the wonderful joel Uh, and we'll see you uh, next week for our episode of pop salsa pop salsa Salsa. so see you then take care be safe Laters. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter. Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.